What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Back at it again in the Diamond Studio with my co-host, my beekeeping friend. Man, last night there was a bee that actually like bumblebee went like in. I I left the I left the window open last yeah. night. Uh, bumblebee went into like the lamp. I have a lamp right next to my window. Cute. And all it did was just straight up just like just buzzed like right into my room. It was like five in the morning, and I slept at around like one, like I usually do. Yeah. And it's just it just woke me up, and I just could not. And this bumblebee was freaking huge. I had a horsefly come in my room the other day. What's a horsefly? Like a really large fly. Yeah. A very 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 large fly. It's, just, it's a particular type of fly yeah. that I think is technically um, usually in the southern states where it's yeah. you know warmer, a little bit more humidity. Yeah. But this fly came in. It was either like, I don't know, it sucked. I spent like a good 20 minutes just staring at that fly too. I mean, not the fly, uh, the bumblebee. <laughs> well, that's good. And I, was, and I was just thinking, man, I got B-Show tomorrow. And here I am. I'm Michael Vergara. This is the B-Show. How are you today, sir? This besides, is the B-Show. Besides the bee last night, the beekeeping you were doing in your room. Yeah, I was home beekeeping. I was wondering if I was going to kill the damn thing. Like, should I just kill this bumblebee or should I try to swat it away? But I feel like it just makes things worse if I just try to swat away a bumblebee. I'm pretty good at catching bees with a cup and a piece of mail. And I don't know if I'm allergic to bees. And I feel like the only way to find out that you're allergic to bees is to get stung and you might die doing so. So I didn't want to play with fire on that one. There you go. So um, that sounds good. Yeah. I didn't want to take a risk. There you go. Well, if guys, if you want to take a risk, check out the rest of City Wrestling Radio shows on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. It's not really much of a risk. You just got to give five minutes of your time and you know go check out the Raw Review. Smack it or any of our cool interviews. I've, I've done a bunch of interviews that are on there. Evan. I know. Very good, uh, very good astute journalism right there. Evan, you you journalist Fra- man. I try. Evan L.G. Francis was, you know. The uh, the new newest interviewed the lineup. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm going to name him now. The Road to Gold. I'm yep. sure that name hasn't been taken already. Yep. Um, has it? Do we know off the top of our heads? I'm sure it's like an NWA thing, right? You know, let's just err on the side of caution and say yes. Okay, just so take I'm, it anyway. I'm going to just take it. It's anyway. better to ask for forgiveness, forgiveness than permission. I feel it. Yeah. Um, but guys, also check us out on a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Castbox, and many, many more. Uh, I think the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio is following us on social media at CWR four and five, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, because you know that we update all of our new shows on social media and let you know when there's a brand new show on City Wrestling Radio, even you know on YouTube, because we got stuff on YouTube now. That's cool. Nice to see you finally discovering the record capture thing on your phone too. I saw that. That's oh yeah. yeah. I I really was like, how is everybody guys? doing these? And things? I was like, I looked it up online. I'm like, I can do it on my phone. Yeah, they, they really just hide it in there. What do you do? Uh, add to oh oh. Look at that in your large text settings. <laughs> Look at that grandson. I found it. Uh, but yeah, no, we. Uh, you I, don't I have a grandson. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> that's that's how that's uh, how around you got the people the kid the kids that you might not you might have or not have are also getting around because they I, have you your know, promiscuous genes. You never know, man. You never know. You don't know, man. I mean, like I, sometimes you might just like you know. Pretty, I'm like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that there's no grand. Might just be like indirect, like probably some, not even a kid like, of mine out there. Like you sneezed into a freaking Kleenex, and then all of a sudden it just. Okay, let's move on. Oh, like like uh, someone's like stole a clone, like making yeah, a clone DNA. 
like oh like some secret scientist like follow me like <laughs> I'm gonna get all the the wrestling information out of him and then create a clone and then create a clone off that clone. That's exactly what they're doing, Corey. There you go. But this is the B show. We're not here to talk about um, con- weird conspiracy theories about how the government. That's another podcast. Um, we're here to talk about NXT NXT UK some news and we're also it's a special edition of N- or of the B show this week because we're gonna talk about Takeover uh, next week. It's happening. This is pretty much the prediction addiction as well. It's a little prediction addiction. We're still going to have a special WrestleMania prediction yeah. addiction next week. Wait, what? Uh, okay, that's up. WrestleMania. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. This is this is all things NXT going into WrestleMania. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk about all that good stuff. No wrestling show until this week because we've got too much stuff to talk about. It's so comp- We have to comp- compartmentalize our NXT weekly recaps just for the sake of this card. It's just too much. It's WrestleMania. Can they just not do WrestleMania First next off, year? What shows do you plan to watch next week? Oh, boy. Um, I'm watching Bloodsport. ROH, show, the ROH G1 show. special MSG, for sure. The MSG card. Joey Janela, both of them I'm going to try Take to catch. Over, of course. Yeah. Um, Hall yeah, of Joey Fame Janela for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's on a Saturday. What else is going on? This? Oh, wait, G1. the ROH. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, WrestleMania? Nah. Nah, I'm not going to watch WrestleMania. Nah. I mean, what, what's going to happen? I'm kidding. Like, honestly, I could just fall asleep and then just wake up. WrestleMania, I, I will have kids who have uh, been born and died. We won't be falling WrestleMania. asleep at WrestleMania, though. Yeah. We will definitely be live and awake. Doing something at WrestleMania when I get when I get the word well, we, to put yeah out when there. we once we you know dot our eyes and cross our T's uh, we'll I see how that of, goes. I always think of Wayne's World whenever someone says that. That's a that's a regular phrase, is it? Yeah, I think the first time I heard it was in Wayne's World mm. with the guy with the messed up eye. Anyways, let's get into some wrestling news for the week. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff happening, but I think the biggest piece of news is coming out of the UK. Michael, we got the first ever. City Wrestling Radio British Grand Prix champion. Big thanks to the Affiliated Wrestling Wrestling Association, formerly HCW. Yes. Um, you know, our friends over there um helped us out with, you know, becoming sponsors for the show and um giving us a big shout out. So, you know, we've loved all their work they're doing. They really appreciated my impersonations of the British Strong Style and uh the, the Justin Sysum uh British wrestling fallout like they saw that video on YouTube and uh, they just said oi we like this guy yeah that's that's probably what it was that got him in yeah um, also you know we've had interviews with their their, um, their television champion uh, Chris uh, no not those my my video of me what she's gonna be on the British. show tomorrow we're gonna have a special uh, episode tomorrow I'm gonna have him oh, on oh, the goody. show uh, we're going to do a little interview talk a little bit about the UK scene in general especially with the NXT UK and we finally get some perspective on on the matter. Like, what's going on over there across the pond? Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, the first international episode of City Wrestling Radio Man, tomorrow. What time do you got to wake up for this, Corey? Oh, it's 10 a.m. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's still early That'll to be me. like 5 p.m. his time. Yeah. What? No, dude. I'm up at like 6 in the morning. Yeah, what about that? <laughs> what about that? Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. Uh, but the first ever Grand Prix champion... Uh, or at least the City Wrestling Radio Grand Prix champion is the Foxcatcher. Congratulations, Foxcatcher. He beat Dickie Brown to become no, no, the not two, Dickie Brown. The 2019 Grand Prix belt winner. So congratulations. No disrespect to Dickie Brown. No, I mean Dickie Brown. I'm sure he fought hard in the matter, but the Foxcatcher. You know, he, I'm sure he. F- oh. Do you think he just enters to the Wolfpack theme? Don't turn your back on the wolf pack. Well, because he's the fox catcher. He's a wolf that catches foxes, hopefully. I wasn't in that. That was a very, very popular group. What? The wolf pack. The, the who? NWO who wolf pack. 
who was on the team? I don't. Conan, Kevin. This was Conan O'Brien. No, okay, Corey, come <laughs> on. You you can't uh, be messing with me right now. No, the Wolfpack. I know what you're talking about. I have a I have a Wolfpack um, jacket in my closet. You've seen it before. The yeah. the bomber jacket. I, I was gonna say like you didn't even the one I paid way too much money for. And don't like, end up in a body bag, Corey. Yeah, didn't Jimmy Hart write that song? He wrote. Hey he wrote every song. God, I want. I wish he were to perform that song too. <laughs> Oh, so congratulations, uh, Foxcatcher, on becoming the 2019 British Grand Prix champion. And thank you, uh, HCW. AWA. Formerly HCW. HCW, because that's because Europe. Yes, because that's how they pronounce it. Now they're gonna. Now they're gonna go after me. They're gonna send Vinnie Jones himself. I'm gonna hear all about it tomorrow and smash my knees. Yeah, I mean, I've already been threatened by Chris Cage once before. I don't want it to happen again, Michael. What did he say? How colorful was he? Just say it in the in the exact way that he would normally say it. He said, I'll smash your bloody teeth in. Wow. He said exactly like that. Yeah, I would imagine. Ooh, it's like scary. he's here right now. Ah, okay. Speak. Let's move on to... Very uh, large man. Some some lesser news. Uh, you know, Linda McMahon quit the Trump administration. I mean, that's... I mean. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> she she resigned as administration of small business because, Correct. you know, WWE, the smallest of businesses. And so she's resigned. She was in, just like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And then <laughs> she went, and I think she's transferring over to the team pretty much dedicated to the, re-elect, the re-election campaign for one Donald Trump. So... Uh, yeah, it was re- I guess it was reported by Politico. A living man has joined the uh, Trump administration in 2017, and she's only one of five women that's been on the Trump's cabinet. Wow, uh, she has resigned. Uh, I'm surprised. Five, I'm surprised by the by that number. What the five. high the high number on the very high number. I mean, what a trailblazer this person is. Uh, as reported by Politico, Linda McMahon has resigned from her post in Donald Trump's administration as head of the Small Business Association. The report also states that, quote-unquote, McMahon is, is expected to rejoin the private sector. Um, her exact plans are unclear, but one of the people said that the wealthy business mogul intends to play a fundraising role for President Donald Trump's 2020 re-election campaign. She was expected to join President, uh, president at mar lago uh, his private it's Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. It's his, okay. You don't watch CNN. They say it all the time. Yeah, I, because I, he's fucking there all the time. It's his private. It's okay. Let's just say it's his private fortress. Come the come when the shit hits the fan. Like let's you know that's just gonna be his evil lair after he gets out of here. It's gonna be like the doctor. It's like Doctor Evil's lair. It's like a volcano. Where did um Obama always uh, not always go? Where did Obama go in like secret times? There was like uh, Camp, it's called Camp David. Camp that's David. where mo- that's where most presidents go to. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I mean, I think that's just a phrase. I think that's just no. Like, I think Camp David's an actual place. Okay. I think. I mean, that's what we're supposed to think. I, I, yeah. I think that's we're that's what the think. government wants you to think. Yeah. I think. I mean, I, I saw what Alex Jones said on that. Oh, God. Let's not talk about Alex Jones, dude. He, you know what? He, no, I'm kidding. He's a, he, sounds, He's, he raises some interesting points, you know? <laughs> he, you know what? You know, the frogs are turning gay. I'm sorry. Was that too? Am no, I, no, no, am no, I no. Alex Jones in you right now? No. I. That, Jesus Christ. That guy is a very He's emotional. a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You know, Let's I, again. Let's I don't want to. Let's not. Let's not forget that conspiracy theories only have one place in this world, and, that's and it's one. in the bedroom, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it, it's, it's a conspiracy in, theory in the entertainment thing. sector because it. It all it is to me is entertainment. It's like, yeah, you can sit there and say like, you know, like I remember cool conspiracy theories back in the day. Yeah, like aliens and ghosts and like pretty much uh, all of X Files. You know, yeah, you know, like you wanted to believe the you were- had that poster. the werewolf. 
you know? Oh, but man. Like, no, David that, Duchovny made conspiracy theories cool. That theme song scared the fuck out of me. The 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 show itself, like the intro, the man, like that man's face stretching. Like, remember, like the guy who was just like, he's screaming, and then like his face just distorts, like throughout, like spreads of the screen. Like, yeah. that's terrified three year old Michael. Um, I remember there was one episode of. Uh, there was, an, it was one night. It was a whole night on Fox. I'm getting really sidetracked from wrestling. Thanks, guys, for staying tuned. Thanks, Alex Jones. Um, because I was watching one night of Fox, and it was like it was cop. The no, the first episode was X Files, and then it was cop. Or no, it was cops first, and then the X Files. But the ep- the end of the episode of Cops led into the episode of X Files. Like it was like the cops coming to this place, and it was like this old lady was like, um, like. Uh, like a domestic dispute, but like the person ran off, and then David Duchovny and uh, Are you sure this wasn't just like a crossover commercial? Or no, something? it was a crossover episode. Okay, uh, with cops involved, and it was just like, a, oh, what, what's going on here? We're like, no, we got it. Private sector. I'm sure someone here remembers this. Yeah, check us out. I, I don't, don't hit us up at CWR Forum. But, but the old lady was like, oh, Freddy Krueger. It was Freddy Krueger. Like this does sound like just like a commercial, like or, or like a marketing thing. Is cops still in the air? <laughs> Bad boys. What you know? What you we don't know? have to sing the theme songs of everything we talk about, Corey. Yes, we do. We've 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 calmed down on that a little bit. Yeah, I think you know once in a while, right after it's like appropriate. you can't go back after the Rob Zombie Edge song, and I'm resisting right now. All right, <laughs> so if I have the will to not sing, if you have a, my Durango, okay, Mighty okay, okay. Number Five. You can resist singing the cops' theme song. All right, let's kick in some more news. If uh, you don't like us singing theme songs to everything we talk about, listeners. Then you know, you know, you know where to, you know where to tell us at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's kick it off with some more news. Uh, Linda, but then to still get back on the Linda McMahon thing. Let's hope it's as successful as her Senate run, and not successful. Yes, hopefully, this is what I'm hoping for. That Please secretly, don't. She, <laughs> she's like a mole for the Democratic Party. No, I don't really fucking care, dude. At this point, it's it is what it is. You know. The McMahons are huge Trump supporters, or not? I mean, it's just like it was just so incredibly tone deaf when, um, when Stephanie McMahon or I think, or I think Triple H, well, Vince, when they posted when uh, Triple H and Stephanie they posted their the picture together at the inauguration hey. White House, and they just said, no, and Stephanie McMahon was like, regardless of our politics, we must he be here to celebrate, you know, dumb democracy at work and blah 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 blah, and I'm like, dude, listen. You're going. Your company's going out of the way of not talking about politics. Yet you're talking about like this kind of like. It's just. I'm sorry. It's just there's no there's no in between of whether or not you're in or you're out. You can't just. We're. I believe that we're in an age where you really can't play both sides. And what WWE did, what Stephanie McMahon did with that sort of thing, it was just the most half-assed like. Half-assed right. way of saying that they associate themselves with that. And they said, oh, we're mostly here because of Linda McMahon. Well, you know what? Linda McMahon resigned, and now she's well, in, she's in a place where she's pretty much working for people uh, d- uh, under the direction of getting Trump reelected. Well, okay, so Vince has, Vince has never really been a political person. He's always strayed away from politics his entire life. And this is according to you know other podcasts I hear, Bruce Pritchard, uh, Dave Meltzer. They've always said that... Um, that Vince has never really been big on politics. There, there was always that little. There was there was always that phrase that was going around that the only color Vince sees is green. Exactly, and uh, which in and of itself is a pretty political statement that he's making as well. Everything is politics. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, but I heard Linda's very political, and same I mean, with clearly, same with Stephanie. Um, anyway, now, it's it is what it is. It is. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we can always try to do our best to get involved get out there and vote 
Honestly, that's really just the the gif the gif the of gist it. The of gist. Every, of all that we have. The gif peanut butter of it. You know, just vote. Yeah, vote. Always go out, vote. go out and vote. You're gonna vote, Corey. My right? first time voting, Donald Trump won the election, so that was a blow to my moral esteem. Really? <laughs> how old are you? You know what? It you took didn't? a while. It took okay. a while. You know, you know. You, you do. I, you know what? But at least you voted, and at least you voted during that election. It doesn't cycle. matter how long it takes someone to do something. It matters that they eventually do it. Well, here's hoping you vote this, unless this next hurting, election unless cycle. you're hurting someone. Yeah, no, definitely. Where's your nearest polling place? I, you don't have to say it. Uh, I mean, you could say it. One, two, three, Fake Street. Okay. No, it's right around the corner. Right on. Like in someone's garage. That's cool. You yep. ever thought about... Be- no, you can't turn this place into a polling place. <laughs> hey, guys, we're doing live City Wrestling Radio polling. I'm serious. Like, we could just do, like, a rally. We just have, like, well, I don't know. I think that's actually, there are laws against that. You can't yeah, advertise. Yeah, promoting businesses. Yeah. No, we're just going to leave these. We're just going to do our podcast over here while you guys walk by. What a coincidence. A polling place is right here. Huh. Yeah, there's probably something really illegal about that. Um, but Screw it! It's better to ask permission. <laughs> ask for forgiveness, forgiveness and permission. permission. I think that's the the <laughs> the, the whole storyline of today's episode. Uh, let's go, go on with some more news, though. After 26 years, today is the final day. The final day for Jim Ross with WWE. Uh, he posted on his Twitter today, "Big day! It's the final day for my contract at WWE. After 26 years, a WWE camera crew arriving at my home today to record." Uh, in Undertaker, doing an Undertaker documentary apparently on on Jim Ross's last day, so that'll be exciting. so. There's an Undertaker documentary in the about works. Jim Ross's last day. So no, Undertaker, no, they're, they're filming. <laughs> so it's a documentary on the Undertaker, produced by WWE Studios. So like, ah, ah, you sure you don't want to leave? <laughs> um, but uh, they're doing that. But they're just getting his, Jim Ross's interview. I think on his yeah, last day. It's uh, it's. You think they're going to talk about the fact that he's uh, at Starcast? Nope. You think they're just going to like they're just going to completely gloss about that? You know, it's, uh, isn't okay. So uh, what's up with the Taker and Starcast? Because I heard he might be getting pulled from it. I, you, you're. Uh, There's that's, that's an update towards me. I haven't I haven't really known anything past the fact I heard that some he was rumor there. and innuendo. He was pulled from it. No, not that he was pulled from it, but that he might. There might. There's a possibility that he might be pulled. Here's hoping that money wasn't up front. <laughs> Uh, Undertaker's showing up at Mania, right? You know, I mean, okay, I'll. I mean, we might as well just save this for prediction, addiction for the Mania. I mean, we'll talk more special, about it, but... which is sometime next week. Yeah, it has to be. Well, it'll at least be up on next Thursday. week. It'll be up on Thursday. <laughs> okay, we'll be good. We'll be fine. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Jim Ross, like, probably gonna go to AEW. Code the Cody Rhodes ear gif. Huh? They used that for like for every like little piece of news regarding somebody leaving. Yeah, the sur- fucking Linda McMahon. I'm story surprised Linda didn't had a Cody had the Cody Rhodes gif. I'm surprised Linda didn't sign it. With, I'm sure tomorrow morning we're Linda McMahon Linda. is all elite. Yeah, but never look back, go never, never say die. die again with the theme songs. Let's move on. A little piece of more news. Another huge match announced for WrestleMania 35. How many matches we have now? Oh God! Twenty nine, eighteen now. Uh, so um, the women's battle royal was announced today on social media. Uh, Liv Morgan, um, Lana, Naomi, Ruby Riot, Oscar, Mandy Rose, everyone else. Just, just say uh, that. Carmella. Well, I mean, I think that's Dana Brooke. Um, oh, um, come on, man. Zelina. That, that can be Dana Brooke or Natalia right there. Look at the picture. I'm pretty sure Natalia is not in the. In You're right. The Once I, that's why I said that. I'm pretty sure it's Dana Brooke. Um, and um, God, Sonya Deville. I almost called her um, 
starring her by her real name. But then this I is just the rest. Oscar is part of the rest. Oscar's gonna win that, right? Just sorry for taking your title. I mean, f- who the fuck knows? Like, you could get Lacey Evans to eliminate her. You might as well just go all the way with this. Oh fuck, Lacey Evans is gonna win it. It's a threat. It's like she's she's just gonna like she blow a kiss at Oscar and then. That's so do it's so predictable. Or maybe she'll just enter. Maybe she'll just enter the fucking like ramp and then just leave again, like <laughs> the way she always does. Oh man! I hope they all the women just leave from the bottom rope and just grab her and bring her in the ring and just throw her out. I'm like there now, leave. Bye. Yeah, no, Oscar. She should win this. It's definitely. I I want to have good faith that Oscar is easily going to get the biggest reaction throughout this throughout this entire thing. Um. But then, like at the end of the day, yeah, she just wins the really, she just wins the battle royale. It's that's it. I'm and really like, starting to think that WWE really does know how to book um, some people, or at least they're starting to learn how to. Because I feel like once they feel once the fans think that somebody's getting screwed out of something, like Becky Lynch after SummerSlam. Oh no, question. They want to do the Daniel Bryan booking for everybody, not the ba- not the top babyface in the, the company. One of the reasons why I think they're setting up for Oscar and Charlotte just after Mania. Oscar and Charlotte after Mania, yeah, like, Charlotte. like the rematch. Yeah, um, that's definitely a possibility. I'm still of the but belief Charlotte's that Charlotte beat her twice now. So, but I'm still of the belief that Becky versus Oscar is your way to go. Like, On no Raw. matter how many, well, yeah, maybe it's a, there's a fucking shakeup after Mania. Who who the fuck cares about brands at this point? But that's true. Everyone is on every brand. You have the World's Collide tournament happening at Mania Access this week t- or next week too. So yeah. I automatically hear people scoff at the prospect of a Becky Lynch Oscar program, but then that's. I, I think that's that. I think that is the natural step if you want to go forward with an Oscar program. But then I think that's Oscar's program to lose because you can't just have Becky Lynch just lose against Oscar. No, or and you can't yeah. just do like a fucking fucked finish or whatever, or else just she needs her win. Or else back no one's Charlotte. gonna win. No one's gonna get over. Um, yeah, I think I think the Charlotte. But then you'll have you'll have I Charlotte she, loses again. I think she's gonna get involved in the main event, Oscar. I think she's. I, I don't. Th- that's not I, an ideal situation. With a, with the first women's main event, WrestleMania is gonna have shenanigans. That I don't think. So. I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, I don't think. I think Oscar's gonna be very far. I don't think anybody else is gonna get involved in that match. Maybe Steph McMahon. Um. Just. Just. I'm quote. Just quote me when I say this. I think Oscar's gonna come down to the ring, and something's gonna happen with her and Charlotte. That's going to distract Charlotte, and then Ronda and Becky can finally go one on one. I don't think it's going to happen. And then, oh, we'll see. You know, we'll talk more about it next week. On uh, we'll talk about it face to face live. Um, we'll be looking in these people's eyes on youtubecom slash whatever our URL is. They also listed the participants of the Andre the Giant battle. No, Andrew Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Ooh, who, and uh, do we not have Dean Ambrose? I'll say that. Do we have the names? Uh, I don't have him on. And you know, okay, listen. Mojo Rawley. How about this? You guess, and I'll say yes. Or yes or no. Mojo Rawley. No. Uh, no, really? No. He's, oh. still, he's still in the sunken place. Jinder Mahal. Tyler Breeze. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull up this fucking list. Come on. Uh, there's going to be someone from NXT. There's going to be some people from 205 in there for sure. So I Cedric, so. Cedric Alexander. Um, How come it's not? Oh, where the fuck is that? Sorry. Okay. Brian Christopher. No, who's Brian Christopher? Okay, so yeah, no, Colin Yost, Michael Che, Braun Strowman, those three guys are in there. Say okay, Brian say Chris. say say anybody's name. Um Sami Zayn. No. He, okay. Of course not, <laughs> dude. He's in London. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. He put that picture out there. I'm in London, guys. I can't make it to Mania in a week and a half. Um uh, let's see. Luke Harper. No. 
okay. Uh, he's in he's in access facing Rowan. Dominic Dijakovic, who which that's another news story, but let's we'll get there. Rowan. No. Oh fuck, I'm messing up. Um Chris Masters. Keep going. Uh Cedric Alexander. No. Really? Yeah, that's actually kind okay, of surprising. Okay, come on. Give me, I will give you the list of names. This is this, <laughs> this was this, is this not wasn't a fun game anymore. This wasn't working out. So you got Strowman, you got Jose, you got Che, you got Andrade. That's unfortunate. Paulo Cruz, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Bree, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Kyle Yisto, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor Connor, Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt and Jeff Hardy. Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, no. Um, Otis, Tucker, and EC3. Okay. God damn EC3. I had the idea today that EC3 might win. Could. It's, it, like, it you honestly know, just like, sat in but, my head. The reason why they've been keeping him off TV is because they don't want to mess him up at all. Oh, man. They've done a great job at not messing him up. What? Oh, just making him. Well, that's the thing. That's why I think they took him off TV. They said, you know what? We're, we're If we keep him on TV each week, it's getting weird. We don't know what to do with him at this moment. The idea is to have him win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That could happen. But um, we'll see. I think Sami Zayn can come back for this match. Sami Zayn should come back the night after. You're right. But I think Sami Zayn should come back for this match. He'll probably come back the Tuesday after, honestly. Um, And who else was it that I thought could win this? Yeah, I don't know. Probably be Braun. I don't think Braun's going to win it. I think You think he'll get eliminated by Shane Jost? You think Chain Jost are gonna like eliminate somebody, at least somebody like Braun, indirectly? Braun is like being relegated to the you know the I could, celebrity role, so it's like or the you know like the, the novelty role, the novelty role, you know, tagging in with a ten year old. He'll he'll fight a sumo wrestler in a couple of years. You know what I mean? Like Akibono can still go. No, <laughs> Akibono. Um, yeah, so I no, mean, we want Braun Strowman in a thong. Colin Jost, screw it. It's New York City. It's New York City. No, they're not going to win. But man, him winning the Andrew the Giant Battle Royal and banging Scarlett I, Johansson. Who, who do you want? To, he's dating Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she's probably going to be in the show. She'll probably get like hard. Like she'll she'll probably get like hard cam. She'll get hard watching him get hard slammed. That's true. Um, no, I definitely maybe they're into to, it. Yeah, maybe whatever, man. Everyone it's a good looking couple. Also, different strokes for different folks. Um, who do you want to win this match? I mean, like that's like who it's, you, it, it, honestly. If I feel like it's a punishment for the winner too, like it's like hey, okay, good luck. Yeah, good, look, like, look it at past worked, winners. Yeah, it worked well for Baron Corbin. It worked well for Mojo Raleigh. It worked well for Cesaro. Cesaro is probably the only person. He's probably the most famous. That was probably Big I mean, that's, that's my favorite year. under the giant battle. That's my favorite battle royal because it kind of um, like without 30, right? without the Bennett, without the hindsight, I thought that actually felt like a pretty special thing. Yeah. You know, because it gave like it gave people a hope spot for Cesaro and him giving such a put a spotlight on that. Well, that's guy. when he was a Paul Heyman guy, right? No, this was before. This is when people like people did not expect Cesaro to like be the guy. Like that that came off as a complete surprise for everybody. Or when he was dating uh, Oksana. No, this was after that. Okay, so I think Oksana was a like, after away he stole from Oksana from Teddy Long. Man, <laughs> uh, let's see. Any any more news? I don't think we have any more news. Uh, mm. Uh, what else? There was a bit of more details on like Roman Reigns' leukemia. Apparently, he had a white cell count of a hundred and thousand. I don't know what that means. It's pretty bad. 
Uh, he took a pill and it's not bad anymore, and he's in remission. Oh, okay. So, okay. So apparently, I'm pulling something up right now, though. WWE Undertaker gives cryptic update, undergoes uh, considerable weight loss, apparently. Uh, let's see. I'm just I'm reading this off of Sports Kita. Um, the Undertaker seems uh, to have yeah, gone. Yeah. I get all my. I I usually get a lot of news off here. Uh, considerable weight loss in order to take the years off of physical abuse on his body. Uh, oh, he posted it just in a picture. He posted. I saw this picture earlier. He doesn't look real a lot. Thinner. Like it's not alarming. It's just him consciously doing this, right? He's like, hey, I, I started eating better. I stopped eating steaks every night. You know, I trimmed up a little bit. And what's the point of living, Undertaker, if you're not eating steaks every night? You know, I don't go to Subway every day now. It's every other day. It's every other day. And then sometimes I get the turkey sandwich. <coughs> hey, y'all, I'm Mark. It's <laughs> still one of my favorite pictures ever. It's um, Undertaker's birthday. And it's just a him and a birthday cake. And it's a WWE ring. And it just says, happy birthday, comma, Mark. <laughs> it's, it's like, man, I don't know. It's like it's just like the subcontext of I'm calling not, people marks. I'm not a mark. You're a mark. Yeah, it's uh, great. And like he just he seems like just sort of tepid about it too. He's just like, Ugh. he seems so bitter sometimes. Like when you see him on interviews, like just talking about like I don't know. It's he's really a, funny. He's a, you know, he's a, old school. He's old school. He's, yes, he's old school. He's old school. Right <laughs> down to the politics. <laughs> Old school. So did you hear uh, another news story that I want to worth bring uh, worth bringing up is that oh, what's going on? What's on? you know I'm a big fan of you know like holy grails like stuff that like not necessarily like people would always just urban legends and of that and of that variety like Monty like we Python. we keep on hearing stuff about like oh like the lost film of blah 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 or that kind of stuff I can't think <laughs> or, of any or examples the lost right film now of this or this or that but recently the fountain of youth I yeah, think is yeah, one yeah, of yeah. them that kind of that the kind of mythologies kind of thing exactly so it's what the reason why I bring this up is because just recently um, an archivist responsible for pretty much like she this one person I forget the name forgive me but this woman worked for Bret Hart in archiving his own tape library just because. It's Bret Hart. Well, you know, I, I got to get somebody in here to archive my videos. It's a really you good know. Bret Hart impersonation. I try to it do it. It sounds nothing like him. Uh, um, if you listen to, you know, Eric Bischoff, he's a cancer, you know. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> why you got to do? Why you got to do that? He said that. So, so one of the tapes that this lady happens to be in possession of is a match between one Bret Hart versus Tom McGee. Mm-hmm. This was this was considered a very very valuable match mostly due to its elusive nature. This was a match that, according to people close to Vince McMahon, um, according to people who were close to Vince McMahon, said Vince McMahon thought this match was so amazing that (sighs) Tom McGee was going to be the next Hulk Hogan. Okay, so who's Tom McGee? Tom McGee was this bodybuilder um, because... You know, Vince McMahon likes bodybuilders, and he would usually employ bodybuilders to be part of his wrestling uh, company. And so he thought this match, Vince thought this match against Tom McGee was so amazing. And then he did not look at Bret Hart. And, and from what sources were telling us was that Bret Hart was mostly responsible for that match being great. And it really was just kind of testament of how great Bret Hart was. But then Vince McMahon saw Tom McGee in such a star. And you look at pictures of Tom McGee and like, I don't blame him. The dude looks like a really, an even bigger built Kenny Omega. And so the lady who tweeted out, I'm, I'm actually going to look for that tweet because. Yeah. I really I'm, should. I have one friend. more piece of news. So Mary Kate Anthony under the oh, un, yeah. under the 
Twitter handle Mary Kay Fabe. She uh, posted a screenshot. That's a good name, by the way. Yeah. She um, she posts a screenshot. I have and says I have the VCR tape is in and I'm watching it and it's very much the screenshot of the Tom McGee Bret Hart match from 1986. Looking at this. Wow. So when is this going to be released? Is Bret Hart going to make money off it for sure? Honestly, like no. She said she's going to release. She's going to upload it for free. Well, that's not her decision. If it's Bret's video, right? Like if it's Brett, you I mean, it's the VCR. Like if there's, if there's literally no one else in possession of it, if no one's actually claiming it, like she could just very well, she could well just put it oh, on daily motion. Yeah, but the way I, the way I'm figuring this is that, hey man, I, this I is just Bret wanna... Hart's, this is Bret Hart's video collection, right? Like he has a bunch of videos that he uh, that that I'm also kind of like weary about. Okay. I don't really have because all the information if it, if regarding it, is... it. It's just it, this was just unearthed. Okay, this yeah, was yeah, a video awesome. that Colt Cabana he himself sought after this video when he was employed by WWE. He would ask to the archivist like, "Hey, do you guys have this?" And like this, "Hey, do you guys have this?" <laughs> um, and they I'm said, "Colt Cabana, do you have?" Said that? wrestling radio is a radio is a podcast, but hey, blah, 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 blah. sounds like a Star Fox character. Um, so yeah. I just thought that was a really interesting little tidbit that I just wanted to share. That may, hey, could be a future show and tell episode. I, mean, I think it has to be a show and tell episode. Yeah, eventually. Tom, I want to watch this Tom McGee Bret Hart match. I the world that. wants to watch it. Ooh, and okay, so where does the match take place? Do we know? I don't know. It looks like a superstars taping to me. Like this is from. For, look at so it's for WWE. It's a WWF match. Yeah, it's okay. under the WWF. Oh, okay, so they're definitely going to own this video. For, they're going to try to dispute for this footage. It seems like yeah, this dude looks like a dead ringer for Kenny Omega. Don't you think so? Yeah. Doesn't he look like Kenny Omega? He, he could be a Kenny Omega stand-in for yeah. for like the documentary that just came out. Apparently, he wasn't that wasn't all that great though. Tom McGee. I mean, there's a reason why he's. Oh, not I thought like, you meant the documentary of Kenny Omega. I was like, Whoa. oh no, that actually aired this week as well. I did you watch it. Did it you was on it? YouTube. I didn't. I couldn't. Couldn't find the time to watch it. But then okay. I was, you know, I was putting it in my back pocket. I'm not sure if it's still there. But apparently, it's really good. They nice. mostly just focus on him, as like just again, just it's a documentary about Kenny Omega. But it also touches upon you know his uh, his relation, his on screen relationship with Ken, uh, Kota Bushi with the Golden Lovers, and they pretty much try to explain like, oh, we're trying to push the boundaries of the LGBTQ community in terms of the wrestling. Within the wrestling yeah, realm, yeah, yeah, but um, ha- but how the Golden Lovers are taken, they're t- it, they're taken. The characters are based a little differently in Japan. Like the Japanese don't look yeah. at them and see them as like, you know, like pushing the LGBT thing. Did you watch the documentary? No, I heard the interview with the with the director with yeah. Dave Meltzer and um, what's the other what's the other guy's <coughs> name on Wrestling Observer? Um, Garrett right. Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, he sounds like he's like 15, but he's really like 35, he has 40. kids and like he has a life. Yeah. Um, he'll be at APW tomorrow too. Oh, that's so a... I'll be at APW. Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but no, I listened to that and it was a really good interview with the director and, but, but he explained a lot about, you know, about the whole thing about the, the golden lovers and how they started. They were going to be called like the golden friends or something like that. You know, the golden no, game. they were asking, Hey, you guys tone it down a bit, tone down the homoeroticism this. So, but like, like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Double do that. Double or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in our last piece of news, guys, tomorrow is all pro wrestling uncensored. It's not really a piece of news, but aka the, a future episode of being, being the, the elite. elite. We'll dun, try to find you. What what I'm front row, reason so. do you think? 
Okay, so there's a couple things happening tomorrow. At what are the Day. implications here? Uh, SCU is going to be wrestling tomorrow at AEW Uncensored. That's, that's all you need, really. Uh, they're taking on Reno Scum and Jacob Fatu. Reno Scum are the current APW Tag Team Champions. I'm sure Jacob SCU Fa- is going to have a high opinion of San Francisco. Jacob Fatu with the uh, All Pro Wrestling Universal Championship in his possession. And yeah, no. Um, Who's he facing? There, it's a triple. Uh, it's a six man tag. Oh, so Reno Scum, Jacob Fatu versus SCU. Um, and then also, you know, you know, there's been speculation on Wrestling Observer. You know, if someone's going to show up. It, you know, it looks like the Bucks might show up. Um, but Cody Rhodes' name's also been thrown around. His ear, just like he's, huh? just he's probably listening to this podcast right now. Huh? Uh-huh. Um, so keep an eye out for that. That's going to be awesome. And do you all- think every indie show ever? Just everyone's just like, oh my god, is the Bucks gonna show? Are the Bucks gonna show? Is the Bucks gonna show up? Okay, I just no, but this in this case particular, the Bucks might show up. The Bucks might literally show up. Okay, so I'm just going off. I wasn't working today. I would have went or tomorrow. Tomorrow, I mean, yeah, Yeah. I'm not working. I am working tomorrow. But you get off. Yeah, but I also get tired. Also, like, get tired. It's look, look, listen. I hope you have a great time, Corey. Thank you. Me and Gabriel, who is from the former Pacific Northwest yeah, chapter. We recently just we laid absorbed, off everybody, and then it's just him. We absorbed the chapter. We absorbed the chapter. They, they're they still packing boxes. They're, they're that silo just not, was not working out. Uh, yeah, and well, you know what? I think they left um, the bunker. The other I mean. two people behind in the bunker. Uh, but you know, no. hey, someone's got to turn off the lights. Someone's got to turn off. Hey, you know what? Motel 6 leaves the light on for you. We need someone to turn it off. I know it's it will leave the light on. Is that Holiday Inn? That's Motel Six. Okay, uh, but also tomorrow at APW Uncensored, a special announcement is going to be made by uh, Gabriel Ramirez, who is the head uh, promoter at Pro Wrestling Revolution. My guess is they're going to announce the dates for King of Indies 2019. What are the King of Indies? The King Corey? of Indies is a tournament. I don't know how many how long this has been going on, but I'm I think for some years now, King of Indies. Um, but last year, King of Indies was the the highly regarded match that took place uh, before the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Special in San Francisco, which the final had Dragon Lee versus Flip Gordon in, uh, for the King of Indies title. It was a great match, probably the best indie show I've ever been to. Um, it was a packed house line. The line was crazy long to get into. Um, but yeah, there was a co-promoted between APW and Pro Wrestling Revolution. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen tomorrow. Guys, get your tickets on Eventbrite. Um, front row sold out. Um, Thanks, Corey. You know, well, the APW faithful, we get our front row tickets when we can. Even Gabriel, he's not front row. He's sitting second Again, row. thanks, Corey. He's probably on the same mindset that you are. He's going to breathe down your neck. And just like, <sighs> what, did you, what did Cody say? What did Cody say? <sighs> Come on. What does Cody feel like? Oh, God, it's the Bucks. You got to stop doing that. Yeah. Should we just talk about NXT now? Oh, no. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. 145 uh, Lake Merced Boulevard, Daily City, California. We're not getting paid for these advertisements, too. Come on now. No. This is when we, this is when, this is us being real. This is just me being an APW faithful, man. Yeah. I got to do my part to promote my. I'm sure Marcus will think think the world of you. I I hope so. Hopefully. Garrett Gonzalez fucking hates you. Oh, they're going to be at the show. Garrett Gonzalez, you just Brian Alvarez, Dave Meltzer, Aww. Filthy. The whole Wrestling Observer Radio is going to fucking pretty much be there. Aww. So Brian, uh, Brian Alvarez, open challenge. 
two-on-one handicap match. City Wrestling Radio challenges Wrestling Observer Live. You think Jungle Boy is going to come? No, he's he's actually he was pulled from the show. Unfortunately, okay. well, you know, understandably, um, you know, doing um, dealing with family matters. You know, his father passing earlier this month. Luke Perry. Um, but you know, best wishes to Jungle Boy and you know full a full recovery back into the wrestling world. Yeah. Um, it's his whole life, you know. I know yeah. what it's like to lose a father. It's bigger it. than it's there are things that are bigger than wrestling. There definitely are. For Not sure. CWR though. No. Well no, we are bigger than wrestling. <laughs> yeah. No, that's when all the listeners like you know, like, we're we, killing we, the business. Fuck yes. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I want to kill the business and re reimagine it in my my image. <laughs> One and, show and tell at a time. We still have and we still have three things we need to talk about today. Oh Jesus Christ. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's get to, let's talk about NXT UK. I'll do it real quick. Got uh, things to make up for. Come on now. Uh, Jordan Devlin versus Dan Maloney. Uh, kicked off the show. Kicked off the show with a match. No pre uh, no promos. The two stare each other down. Jordan takes control early. Uh, a lot of hard Walter like chops to Jordan Devlin by Maloney. Devlin then fights um uh, then fights into a Oh God! I always I always stumble my words right here. Devlin hits a standing moonsault to uh, Maloney. Very clear impression of Devlin's penis at this point through his trunks. I thought that was worth being noted because it's very visible, like everything, and I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It was hard not to take my eyes off of it. Anyways, um, you're giving me that look like I need to move on. Did Devlin? Um, <laughs> outside inside cutter to Maloney. High angle belly to ba- belly to belly to Maloney. Uh, Jordan Devlin gets the penny and the wind. I still think this is um, Walter is going to get that title, and we'll, okay, well, we'll yeah, get there. We'll get but there. we'll get there. But Walter is going to get that title, and Jordan Devlin as a fucking heel going after Walter. WWE man. WWE. Well, he did it. He did it as a phase in OTT. So they beat, told that story Walter. there. Let's tell Walter. our story here. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I still need to watch that. Next up, we have Cassius Ono coming out to the ring. Oh no, because he's officially. What did I say about theme songs? He's now officially a part of the NXT UK roster. I told you, I told you weeks ago, Michael, that what we need to do to reinvigorate the NXT UK roster is put some NXT talent over there. And you get Cassius Ono. And you get Cassius Ono. Uh, he comes out to the ring. Ono wants to explain his actions for attacking Ashton Smith after their match uh, about a week or so ago. I can't remember. Um, KO reads a written statement off his iPhone because he wanted to be real with the fans. Uh, KO says he should have just pinned Smith in their last match, but instead of reviving, but instead he revived him to knock him out again, and he just couldn't help himself from doing it. He says he chose NXT UK because NXT UK chose him. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, KO. KO then focuses on Travis Banks for some reason for his involvement after the situation. He says, if the little buzzsaw ever finds himself across the ring from me, he'll find himself busted and broken to bits. He said it exactly like that, overemphasizing the bees. Next up, we have a Dave Mastiff video package. I mean, pretty cool. I like Dave Mastiff. I don't know what they can do with him. You know, NXT UK is catering. What? Catering? He serves catering. No, he he he, he eats. just eats catering. I mean, yeah. That seems like what he's been doing the past couple weeks. Not because he's bigger, but just because yeah, he he's hasn't big. Been on, he's a big guy. I mean, I'm sure he eats a lot of food. He's he, having muscle mass like that. You really do have to like eat a lot of food to maintain that um, the muscle mass. It's hard, man. I tried to build muscle. It's it's hard. Uh, in two weeks, we're getting Genie versus Tony Storm for the NXT UK Women's Championship. And next up, the new weekly video segment, Where in the World is Ginny? Do you know? 
Uh, she's in India. Jindia. Jindia. Ooh. Is Ginny... Okay, now we're just setting up for a Jinder Mahal, Ginny tag team. <gasps> oh, mixed match challenge. Jindy. Jinder. Jindy? Jinder. Uh, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I need her. Um, but yeah, she's in India for the uh, NXT uh, or the WWE India tryouts because, you know, she says that she's better than Tony Storm and that WWE wanted her for these tryouts instead of Tony Storm. But what I really liked about this promo is that at, at the end of it, uh, Ginny says, the UK needs a hero. These people in India need a hero. And sweetheart, you're no one's hero. So what I like about this is that I think the new heel in this day and age is going to turn into a heel for one person is another person's face. Kind of like basketball teams. uh, Unless you're Baron Corbin. Yeah. Everybody just hates him. Yeah. Baron Corbin sucks. But like basketball teams, you know how we love the Warriors. They're our face. You know, they're, you know, they're the greatest of all time. Yeah. And everything's wrong. Everyone's wrong if you don't, you know. Exactly. But anywhere else, people probably hate the Warriors. Well, I hate them. Exactly. But see, that's like the dynamic I can see going forward with heels in wrestling. Somebody takes a stance saying, I love this place. This is where, you know, I, I support these people. Really, it's just that's just the general direction they should just take. But all. F everyone else. Yeah. There are people out there who are for, who just make, who say that Thanos was right. And I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I mean. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so Ginny, she's going to get her match in two weeks against Tony Storm. Uh, I guess as a pseudo, as a, a a tweener, I don't know. You're putting too much thought into this. Court. I really am. Next up, we have Zaya Brookside. You're not putting enough thought into this one. Uh, no, I'm not. I, I try to. Zaya Brookside comes out, and she's facing Rhea Ripley. Run, run, Zaya, run. Please, just just run. Just get out of there. Gotta go for her. Um, Zaya comes out. She tries to tie up with Ripley, but Ripley tosses her around with a hip toss back and forth between the two women. Ripley uh, in control most of the match. Was there was there a picture in picture of um, Robbie Brookside? No. Come on, Zaya. Come, Come on. on. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Oh. Just leave Zaya. It's okay. It's Ripley. Uh, around the world, head scissors take down to Ripley. Double knees to the back of Ripley. Drop kick to Ripley while in the tree of woe. Code breaker to Ripley while Zaya is coming off of the ropes. Uh, Ripley then catches Zaya with a two-handed choke slam into the corner. Riptide, pin, and the win. So Rhea Ripley keeps her winning streak going. After the match, she focuses on Zaya, and then somebody's music hits. We have the debuting Piper Nevin to NXT UK. She comes out to the ring um, because, you know, Zaya Brooks, I was calling out the entire women's division. Or not Zaya, I'm sorry. Ripley was calling out the women's division. She comes out to the ring, Piper Nevin, making her debut after signing a few months back. Uh, Ripley wants no part of Nevin, gets out of the ring. Piper Nevin then grabs a mic and says, the most dominant woman in NXT UK, not anymore, you're not. And then drops the mic and, yeah, she's a big, strong gal. Piper Nevin, have you, are you familiar with her? No. Viper, have you heard of Viper? Randy Orton? No. She's a UK women's wrestler. Okay. Okay, let's move on. I mean, you should get to know her. Because she's a, I should probably start watching these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not your boss. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Isla Dawn watching backstage, and she's oh, I should like, be watching this. <laughs> and Isla Dawn's probably like, "Oh fuck, my chances are ruined." It's a very nice Scottish accent you got. Hey, right, hey, right. Is this no? Yeah, I can't Stop be Scottish. Isla Dawn, she's excited to have fellow. She's excited to have a fellow Scotswoman on the roster with Piper Nevin, though. Um, but then in walks Kaylee Ray, and she says, "You think because we're all from the same country that we're going to be a little gang?" 
No, no, that's not gonna happen. Again. So yeah, they're not gonna be a gang. And yeah, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. I still one of my favorite I one would, of my most memorable things about the May Young Classic was that they had to subtitle Isla Dawn even though she was speaking English. That's how fucking thick her accent was. The Scottish accent can be th- very is short being Scottish, and you know, I just assume they, everybody they, sounds. They, like, yeah, I just assume everybody sounds like Shrek over there. Yeah, just Michael Myers doing a Scottish accent. Yeah, fat there bastard. You, there you go. Uh, next up, we have a Walter video package. It was pretty pretty good package, um, but I do. Ooh, yeah, he has a pretty good package. But I do. <laughs> uh, but the thing about this is, I think it's funny. It's like really good. It starts out really good with Walter's theme music playing. Dun-na, dun-na. Yeah. But then. It leads to like some really bad new metal, and it's just like, you know, I'm just like, dude, what? I'm the just f- hoping it's not his actual theme because that's the best theme in all of wrestling. Yeah, they today. changed they changed his theme song. No, come on, Michael. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just it, it was what it was. After this, we have Trent Seven and Radsey backstage, and Trent Seven is miffed because Joe Coffee says, "What an what a British thing to be." That's so British, being miffed. He's miffed. I'm not surprised that's somebody's name over there. And um, uh, Trent Seven's miffed because Joe Coffey says Trent Seven's just dead weight. Ooh. So, so, ooh, fighting words. And I just, I, I love the interaction between Radsey and Trent Seven because it's just like, how you doing, mate? Oh, lovely. It's just very, like, they're actually friends. It's, you can tell you know, it's British, not chivalry because neither of them are women. Uh, classiness. You know, classiness. Jack Gallagher. You know, Jack Gallagher. Remember Jack Gallagher? Him. Next up, we have Eichner and Bartel. They're watching a video of Kenny Williams and Ahmed Jordan doing some dancing in their last match. And, uh, well, Marcel Bartel, he's pissed. He says, there's nothing funny about this industry. There's nothing funny about that ring. And, you know, I, I kind of agree with the guy, man. You know, these guys, Kenny Williams and Ahmed Jordan, they're just um, they're goofing around. They don't take it seriously, man. Come on. You got nothing to say about no, that? No, not at all. Okay, well... No, I'm sorry. Eichner Bartel's a good tag team. Eichner Bartel is a good tag team. Some might say they should have went further into the fucking Dusty Rhodes Classic, but hey, what are you going to do? It is what it is. Yeah, I can see them going further, especially if they're going to have these big four pay-per-views. Um, they're co-branded takeovers. Hey, you know they lost to a good team. Who did they lose to? Um, DIY? Uh, Rick Shane Black. Oh, Rico Black. The, um, the Hot Topic um, SoCal crew? No, it's like, it's like, it's no, Ricochet and Black is like, Ricochet is the guy who's never been to a Hot Topic, but is curious about it, and Aleister Black is the guy who He's worked takes there for him, years. He takes him there to make sure that he knows what the Hot Topic is like. I don't want you to get the wrong shirts. The clearance shirts sometimes are really bad. And don't buy the Bullet Club shirts because we don't work for that company. They'll, They'll get blurred out anyways. Yeah. We yeah. will fade to they will fade to black. And uh, next up, we have Mark Andrews versus Noam Dar. It was a really good match between the two. Uh, back and forth to start the match. A lot of a lot of holds and tosses. Basement drop kick, knocking Andrews to the outside. Dar just throwing Andrews' left knee into the ropes. Stomp one eighty two to Dar, followed by diving to the outside, diving headbutt to the outside. Uh, standing corkscrew moonsault to Noam Dar. Andrews then tossed into the steel stairs. Knee bar to Andrews. Um, and Andrews gets out of, of, with to the bottom rope. Stun dog millionaire, followed by a kick out. And then we get a very, very botchy inverted Hurricane Rana, um, which Mark Andrews' head hit the back of Noam Dar's foot. That's when the ref had to throw up the X. Sure, it was a great time for all involved. Well, they were both uh, stretchered out. Yeah. Because the ref threw up the X. And you don't usually see this 
on TV. Is this a worked injury? I don't know. Because usually with the X, I mean, like 90% of the time, it's real. Maybe they just know, like, hey, I'm going to put the X as a, I'm going to put up a work worked X. If we're going to run through this spot, they've done that it before. spot has happened, then, yeah, it's just one of those things. They've done it before, and this is what I don't get. And it's like, because... No, I get Andrew's, it. I Andrew's, get why they do this. Andrew's head hit the back of Dar's foot, so it doesn't really look like they he really hurt him. It was just dumb. I don't like the worked injuries like that. If you want to work an injury, let us know. It's kayfabe. Don't make me actually. It's just, I don't know. They're just. You're being <sighs> worked, you mark. Yeah, yeah, okay. You filthy And then I just mark. started thinking about it more. Wrestling, when we were younger, they tried to make you believe. This is somebody, what God, okay, go, yeah, keep they going. They tried to make you believe that, you know, this is real. You know, hashtag, this is real, hood slam. Um, like when somebody would like fall and hurt their leg, they would hold their leg. Like, oh, did they really just, you know, hurt their leg? But over time, you know, especially with the internet, we've become so uh, privy to all these worked injuries that now they're trying to make it seem more realistic with the X's uh, being thrown up. And I get it, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. And that was, uh, was that NXT UK? No, that was not NXT UK. Oh. And then we have a contract signing, Michael. Oh, yeah. No, yes. <laughs> the WWE UK <laughs> championship contract. Uh, Walter comes out first wearing all black with a black trench coat. Dunn then comes out with new Titantron graphics. So he's getting called up soon, probably. Be done. He should be getting called up soon, correct? Honestly, what do you think? What do you, what, what I, well, he'll get lost in the shuffle if he goes to the main roster. I don't think, I think he should stay in UK for a little bit, uh, one more year. He's in, he'll be put in a tag team with Finn Balor. Hey, it, it could be worse for Finn Balor. It's true. Uh, Dunsky comes that out. That actually might be a pretty good tag team, to be honest with you. Now that I think about it, yeah. He says that it's not just the NXT or the WWE Universe that wants this match. Dunn says he wants this match himself. The WWE UK Championship will always be his. And he signs the contract and pushes it over to Walter. That's when Walter grabs the mic. Oh, have you ever heard Walter talk before? Yeah. I've never heard Walter talk before. Uh, Walter uh, speaks and says, your time is up. My My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. Uh, He speaks in English and says, if I want to do... If I wanted to do it, I could I could just grab you and put you through this table and take that title. But I'm going to go to New York and end the reign of the bruiser weight, and that title will be mine. Ooh, fighting words. And then they both stand there, and they say, ooh. That's how, yeah, that's how they communicate over there in England. In England, yeah. Right? We're so, just running through this country through the ground, dude. We love them over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, we're just American. We're just assholes. We're trying not to be. It's the American way. Anyway. NXT UK, what'd you think? No. Good show. Yeah. I mean, it was better than most weeks, I thought. Okay. Well, that was quite comprehensive, Corey, and I'm sure whatever I have will pull my weight and whatever. I watched NXT. Cool. Did you watch NXT? Yeah. What'd you think of NXT? Um... There were some high moments. Well, it started out with the promo with Gargano and, and the overall thing. What'd you think? We'll get there. Uh, it was nice. I liked it. Okay. All right. We start off NXT um, fresh off the uh, fatal five way victory from one Adam Cole, which you know you've all watched it. It was fantastic. Everybody yeah. worked their asses off. It was an, it was almost an hour long. Yeah. Um, which was you know crazy. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, we start off the show with Adam Cole, baby, and he pretty much just 
he kind of just says, hey, everybody, I won the Fatal Five-Way, and now I'm NXT champ, no. number one contender. And then he calls out Johnny Gargano. He calls him Johnny Participation because, you know, hey, he, ain't ro- he ain't wrong. Uh, yeah, but he won a couple. But I thought this was a pretty good uh, segment. I It's definitely building up to that two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT championship. And, uh, you know, get well soon, Ciampa. Yeah. yeah. Get well soon. Yeah. Um, right after that, we get a Lacey Lane, Casey Catanzaro versus Vanessa Bourne versus Aaliyah. I still think, why is this thing? But hey, at least we get to see Casey Catanzaro do her thing. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Just yeah, no, I'm there. not going to give an opinion about this match. I'm going to ask uh, one special guest, uh, actually a really big guest, uh, Ricochet, of what he thought about this match. Like, oh my God. Hello, Ricochet? Just, just seeing you out there, it was just like, oh my God. You were just like so crazy. Yeah. And, like, like, and when like Shayna Baszler like, just like. Oh my God! You really kicked the crap out of you. It was just I couldn't. I I, I couldn't. You sold it. You sold it so well. Like it was just great. And then Rio Ripley walked up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ray Ripley. What'd you think of this match? (laughs) But yeah, um, this was supposed to just make uh, uh, Shayna Baszler a threat because she needs it. She just looks like a pissed off thirteen year old girl going through puberty. I mean, we say this every week. No, I know. She just looks just. She Why isn't anybody paying attention to me? People are paying attention of Io Shirai and Bianca Belair. She walks over to the announce table. She's like, listen to me. She okay? needed this. She needed this. I'm like, okay. Because, I mean, calm down, you know, because Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, like, yeah, Bianca Belair was, you know, they needed they needed something from Shayna Baszler. Did you hear and it was a thing. And it was great. Did you hear the rumor that she might be going joining the Undisputed Era? Shayna Baszler? No, you didn't hear I, about this? I mean, like, it's... It, on one way, it kind of makes... Rouse, if Rousey kinda leaves makes sense WWE, then Because Shana Marina Shafir is... Oh, sorry, no, I'm Rock. tripping, I'm tripping. I mean, Marina Shafir is Marina Shafir That's why I was like, wait a minute, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. Marina Shafir... I'm sorry, yeah, Marina Shafir joining Undisputed Era. Yep. Uh, Matt Riddle is... Uh, I'm suddenly reminded of Conor Reeves' existence as <laughs> Matt Riddle... Faces him. It was a jobber match, bro mission, submission victory. Hey, you know this what? This was something to give us, to let us know who Matt Riddle is because he is fighting Velveteen Dream He's in a North American championship but, match. But Conor Reeves is the finest. Yes. yes. Don't judge not, me. Not fine enough. And after that, uh, you got... They toned <laughs> his character a little bit, though. Conor Reeves. Yeah, of course. Because he, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Because, well, he needs to tone down. Um, but then you have pretty much a personal highlight of the show where you have fucking velveteen dream being pushed in on a like purple on velvet. a purple velvet bed and then he's holding a chalice and then you get sweaty matt riddle grabbing that chalice drinking out of it like bro yeah it was a dude riddle, it got kind of sexy you know i'm gonna be honest from one um casual marijuana smoker myself to another he needs to stop smoking weed. no he needs <laughs> to start smoking i think he stopped yeah. i honestly think riddle has calmed down on the marijuana smokage because he seems more you like i think there's like a period where he can't do it and then there's a period that he can do it and he's just like kind of just like hey man listen you get higher this way do you i don't know no i just i think it's one of those situations where like yeah he's being tested and yeah maybe he can smoke here and there but is I it legal in florida i uh, no. But what I'm saying is, like, when he was on the indie scene, he seemed like when he would cut a promo, he would seem, like, relaxed. Like, he would just go with the flow. Yeah. Stoned. I'm making a Matt Riddle face. Stoned. And when I just, I just, when he walked past past me at that one Defy show, whoa, they got pizza here right on. Pizza? <laughs> 
It's like my favorite moment of my like my rap. Cowabunga, rap. dude! And, and, and Matt Riddle was in my first was at my first indie show in San Antonio against um, Chucky e. T in a hardcore match. I saw him put Chucky e. T through a table. So it's like and but, while you were eating Chucky e. Cheese, no, you we, were see, you we, were eating Chucky e. T. We were eating really um, cheap nachos. That Gabriel loves. Gabriel loves cheap nachos, like stadium nachos. He the calls fucking, them. The Cow Palace nachos are terrible. Oh, he probably loves them. Stadium no, the, the chips are terrible. The cheese is non-existent. Yeah. It's yeah, Cow Palace. You know, I'm glad it's being torn down. Hey. Okay, sorry. No, that's it's, it's a very historical land. Taking the mics. Yeah. Anyways, oh, you did. I you know. did that. I know. Uh, and then our, we get into our main event, Dusty Rhodes Classic Final. Listen, baby, it's the last day I can do this. Shut up, boy. Corey. I said it's eight out of ten. They told me, baby. Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Forgotten Sons. Um, first of all, Who? Forgotten Sons. Who? They Mike Jones. Um. Uh. So Forgotten Sons. Went they exactly. they pu- they pushed them, but then honestly, this this Dusty Rhodes classic kind of did them favors. They they're all right now. Like so they they put them in matches against quality opponents, and then put getting put over. They kind of they they more or less pulled their weight. And- I honestly think their only reason Ricochet and Black are in this takeover match now is to take them out for the match on. Sunday in the WrestleMania match. Yeah, uh, Black escaped a powerbomb attempt by Blake, and Ricochet delivers the 630 splash, score the win, and your winners of the Dusty Rhodes Classic is Ricochet and one Alistair Black. I think Alistair Black and Ricochet is a, are a very, very unique and great tag team. Uh, their style, the, the contrasting of styles makes them... It's cool. They're a cool tag they're, team. They're, they're diametrically... Uh, opposed, not diamond. I don't think I'm using that right, but they 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 blend real well. You know, mm-hmm. there's a good contract, and I really like. And they both they seem to elevate each other. Right. You know, Definitely. like in terms of match flow, you got the striking, like Alistair Black striking with um, Ricochet's high flying, and yeah, yeah. Um, it's oh, we'll rock. see. I I wouldn't. I th- want to see where they go uh, with them towards here, but. They'll probably lose against Forgotten. I mean, not Forgotten Sons. Uh, War Raiders. Wait, why did I think that there was going to be a tag team? There is a tag team title match, isn't there at WrestleMania? Or no, there's not. Not right now. We have no tag team title match scheduled for Mania. That should be the. Ni- you know what? Honestly, that should be the night after. Uh, there's some matches because I, in I swear I thought I thought Rude and Gable were. Uh, They're in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That's true. But uh, yeah, wow. that was NXT. Ricochet and Black, I like them a lot. Uh, it was another week of them being cool. Uh, and we have another week before TakeOver 2. So the NXT TakeOver, and we should probably just run down this card. Uh, NXT TakeOver, coming from New York, coming from the Barclays Center. Not NXT Brooklyn 5, but NXT New York. Or one. NXT San Jose, that's in June. Oh, I can't wait till NXT yeah. TakeOver San Jose. Uh, it'll, there'll be a shark involved. Banks and Bailey or versus Spartan. Sky Pirates. Let's go. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. God willing. But let's wait. We'll wait till then. Till that happens. We'll I'm, get there. I'm hoping Money in the Bank's gonna be in conjunction. Because uh, no, they said they no. They explicitly said this is not piggybacking a pay per view. They did. Yeah. Mm. Lame. But then the next week, I think, is a pay per view. Well, whatever. Anyways, uh, let's get into NXT Takeover. Our first match of the night. We're gonna continue with the uh, Hot Topic Express. Alistair Black and Ricochet versus War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe for the NXT Tag Team Championship. 
I'm gonna go War Raiders on this one. They're gonna retain their titles. Same. Um, Ricochet and Black. I think we're only put. I, that's what the one reason why I think the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic was a little bit of a bummer this year is because these two guys were put into it and the random team, the random pair team one. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of similar to the first year when Finn Balor and Samoa Joe won. Which you know, it's like have a real God. I didn't even remember that. Yeah, they were attacked when Samoa Joe was face. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when the Undisputed Era won, it made sense because they re- it really elevated them as a tag team. You know, they had like the trophy, the North American title, the tag titles. They had it all, and with a new member with Roger Strong joining them too, um, it really propelled them to the next level. I don't see how this would propel Ricochet and Aleister Black. Um, they're already on the main roster. I don't see the point of them winning. This Even, should be a good match, though. Yeah, I think another team. Who would you rather have won the Dusty Rhodes Classic? I thought the, uh, the Mustache Mountain should have won it, but uh, I mean it was a very sta- it was okay. Let's just say this: Marcel, this Marcel. was a very very stacked tournament with mixed results, like in terms of just like bracket placements and uh, just the overall booking of it, where they kind of had no choice but to put Ricochet in black because Forgotten Sons versus War Raiders would have not would not have they could have done would not well, have been an over. They could have done Lorcan and Birch. But I, now they're broken up because Lork, only Lorcan's now on 205 Live, officially. Boy, that's true. Yeah, so they're officially done as a tag team. That's too bad. Yeah. Who do you got in this match? The War tag? Raiders. Oh, the War Raiders. Okay. Uh, let's get into our second match of the night. Um, it's probably going to be uh, for the NXT, or the WWE United Kingdom Championship. Walter taking on Peter Dune um, for the title. This is Walter's match to win. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Pete, Pete Dunn Pete, has held the. Uh, Pete Dunn will go to greener, greener pastures. Six hundred and some days, almost two years. He's almost so held the title. He Jesus might Christ. be. Yeah, seriously, he could. Had he stayed, a, what if he wins and he like passes Bruno San Martino? Uh, I don't think anyone's going to pass Bruno San Martino ever. Of just yeah, unless they say combine days and Cena keeps winning the title. So. That's true. Uh, yeah, Walters. I think Walters winning this, and Peter Dune is going to NXT Vanilla. Oh, I think Peter Dune. Considering going to the main fact, roster. you think main roster SmackDown, I think, and then he'll have that'd to fight Rey pretty, Mysterio. Be pretty good. Uh, that's pretty. He'd be a pretty good addition to SmackDown. Ooh, Andrade versus uh, be done. That'd be a good match if they let Pete him go. Dunn versus a, uh, a, a champion Ooh, Kofi Kingston. How long before his name is just Pete or Dunn? <laughs> hey, Pete, and he's paired with another guy named Pete. I think Dunn hey, is going to be, and then like Kevin Dunn's going to be like, oh, I like this guy. He's just like me. <laughs> um, it's always like if Adam Cole gets called up to the main roster, he can't be on Raw because Michael Cole. Cole is gonna be here. What? Yeah, no, I'm not talking about you, Michael Cole. I'm talking about Cole. They should make him. They they should work in some weird like relative. Like he's my nephew, but oh, we don't God. talk about. It. I hate him. Or you know, Michael Cole's like oh, I don't like my nephew. He sucks. Also, next up we have uh, Shayna Baszler defending her NXT Women's Championship against Io Shirai. Bianca Belair and Kyrie Sane. Who do you got in this match? Oh shit! This is a fatal four way. Fatal four way match. Oh man, um, sorry, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Um, they, I think this is a way you can take the belt off Shayna Baszler this way. You know, you could have because um, she has a twenty five percent chance of winning. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I mean, you don't have so you don't, dumb. You don't have to be in, in a fatal four way. You don't have to be involved in the pinfall if you're the champion to lose your title, Michael. If you're unaware. Thanks, Mara. Um, oh. I, I'm gonna say Shayna wins this. That's what I'm thinking. There's not. I mean, like, what else? Because because what else can you do with Shayna Baszler? Yo, Shirai win the title by pinning Kyrie Sane, and, and then, then 
It breaks them up. Yeah. But if you, like you said. But then Sky Pirates, San Jose, Jackson Bailey. Bianca Belair might. No, I don't see her winning the title. She could be ready, you know. Bianca, yeah. Just give her her the Jay White treatment. And if you call Shane up to the main roster. I could see Shane on the main roster. I think she'll be fine up there. Yeah, but then Ronda Rousey won't be around. Exactly. It'll fill the void of Ronda Rousey. Okay. I'm just saying that badass MMA chick, you know what I mean? Like to come up there and kick some ass. Yeah, but then, you know, there's Shayna Baszler and then there's Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler scares me more than Ronda Rousey. Just uh, aesthetically, she looks scarier they, than Rousey. They're both, I mean, that's the thing, though. Ronda Rousey, she'll probably just like. Rousey has a smile. She'll talk, look, she'll talk, she'll talk your face off, but like. <laughs> yes, she will. But uh, Shayna Baszler, she'll just cut straight to the chase and go for the neck. We made it to the main event of WrestleMania. Let's not. No. <sighs> Boy, we thought about it's like those promos in uh, South Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Velveteen Dream defending his NXT North American Championship against Matthew Riddell. Uh, Matthew Riddell is new to the NXT roster. <laughs> Riddell, like the football Riddell, company? I don't know. Um, yeah, so what do you think? I, th- I mean, I'm going to say Matt Riddle. I think Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Riddle is going to take that championship, and I think Velveteen Dream. Um, Main roster, too. He could. Definitely be an after mania person. He's been talked about for a long time going up to the main roster. I just don't know if there's Vince not is much ready. you can do. Yeah, Vince is ready for him. He's not ready to tell. Like he'll he, he could just like he might he might as well just be there and then like we don't know what to do with you. You're but gonna see, get the EC3 treatment. That's the thing is I don't think you can do that to the Velveteen. I don't think Velveteen Dream will let you do that to him because I think he'll he'll take it within himself to post on social media. He's, uh, he, to do he'll take the initiative. He's kind of like Enzo Amore in that sense. And I'm not trying to give credit. That's a fantastic I, comparison, Corey. But no, Enzo Amore. No, I'm here to, I'm willing to hear your point. Because Enzo Amore was told from day one that he was going to get fired. But he built himself up. He made it, you know, he made himself. How was he told that? I never By Bill DeMont and Triple H. You, you need to listen to the shoot interviews. Yeah. I mean, this is all according to Enzo Amore. You know what I mean? So take, the, the truthful, take it with a grain of salt. Exactly. Consider your sources. Um, that he was told from day one that sports he sports keto. Get, hey, you know what? I cross. Hey, Resley, the internet. I cross internet. reference stuff sometimes. Um, but Matt Riddle's gonna win this. Um, a Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he can't. If you try to hold him down, he won't be held down. He'll get on Twitter, say something, and they'll they'll force be forced to push him. There's, and then what yeah. are you gonna do? There's not much else you can do with uh, the Velveteen Dream with that belt. Honestly, I just he looks like, good with the belt. He's good with any belt. Look, he just looks good in general. No, I like that, that especially that belt with the red strap. Um, but yeah, and it has the the belt has unique like 1920s look to it. It looks nice. And then we have our main event of the evening: Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole, two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT championship. Okay. So besides who wins this, who's going to get pinned first? Yeah, just a little kind of a Gargano. I'm going to say Cole via roll up within two minutes of the match. Oh, and Undisputed Era getting involved for sure. It could be a DQ. There could be a DQ, but I don't think so. I don't think there'll be a DQ for one of the falls. I think it's, I think Cole's going to steal this title. I think undisputed area. He made he made that proclamation earlier in the year that by the end of this year. You wait a minute. If I'm Adam Cole, what? You know what I would do? Have them hit you yeah. <laughs> twice. Yes, and then you win the title. I mean, you win the title with two DQs. I guess. Can no, you, you no, not with two DQs. Just to get yourself the advantage. <laughs> 
That would make sense. That would make complete sense. It's complete logical booking. And then, no, but then you'd also have the story of Gargano preventing. (laughs) You have Gargano trying to prevent (laughs) Undisputed Era of attacking. He's going to protect Adam Cole at the same time. And they can't hit him. And they can't hit him. Oh, that's really good. I like that. Dude, What this might actually happen, honestly. If it happens, I'm buying you a drink or something because, man, that is good. That's a good call right there. Um, I like that, but I... (laughs) You know what? I'm predicting that. That's my bold prediction of the night. Who's who's gonna win? Who's gonna walk out the champion? Gargano. You think so? I, I think, think Col- Gargano. I think this is gonna be the end of this thing because they have stretched this out. This Gargano champion thing, and and to, and to to a certain extent, a detriment of his character of what they've gone through him, and then like the total like wrench that got thrown in with yeah. Champa's injury. The the you know, we won't get that conclusion, but. I just think this pay-per-view is just going to be the conclusion of Johnny Gargano's journey. Um, granted, there are gonna, there's holes to it. There's always going to be like, well, you didn't beat Ciampa. That's no, not circle, yeah, but then yeah. It needs to end with Johnny Gargano getting that championship and getting to where he is after, what, a year? Yeah, definitely. I mean, so, it's, yeah. it's also, too, like, if he doesn't win the title... That's just going to be just... It that's leaves his defining story. trait. Exactly. It, if he wins the title, it puts the period on the end of the story. Or at least on the pe- no, ch- it puts a period on the end of the story. The chapter, at least. Uh, uh, this chapter, it's just like saying you invested a year and this is what happened. Which I don't think... And then what? Like, yes, Adam Cole, he could very well be the face of NXT going forward uh-huh. um, for quite some time. And you could have your heel champion, which because that because that's what they tend to do in NXT. They, you know, NWA booking and all that because Triple H, he loves that shit. And... But I do think it's it should be Gargano, and I'm going to say Gargano because I want it to be Gargano. It needs he is my pick, and I want I want it to be Cole, Adam Cole. I get it, I I totally get it. But then you had that whole entire. I'm gonna year. I'm gonna stretch that undisputed era shirt over my fat belly that day, and I'm gonna be like. And one of the finishes is Gargano. Uh, Gargano, you know, no, no, belly. undisputed era, just like that has to happen. It yeah NXT no, takeover it's it, a this is a this is a pretty stacked card I mean it's we'll, we'll get it's, quality it's, it's Mania weekend it's Mania weekend it we'll get quality this match card. this match is uh, I'm excited about this takeover and I'm uh, excited about the NXT and I'm excited about Mania to an extent um yeah no sorry I'm just reading something off of Luke Harper he posted that's when I was talking about that he posted that remember I mentioned earlier he's on the access show and then he was just hyping up his match against Dominic Dijakovic he's he's calling it a test you know oh. I haven't been in television for months some of the writers didn't even know that I was cleared to wrestle and all that other stuff but, oh yeah. okay that's what you're referring to oh my god yeah he's yeah he's 39 oh shit no no I just then I saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan post and apparently he got surgery and it just said rest peacefully, and I saw a picture of him laying. I saw this picture of Duggan laying in a bed. Why are you showing that to me? He's alive. He's alive. Okay. Duggan's alive, and in uh, but he just got surgery. Um, but I just for a second there, I was like, holy I'm like, shit! Am I looking at a corpse right now? <laughs> I on that note. Get well soon, uh, hacksaw Duggan, Jeez. and get well soon, Jose. Uh, yeah, get well soon, Jose. Get well soon, yeah. Jose. Anyways, guys, I think that does it for us here on the B Show. Uh, we're going to be back next week for the Raw. This review. is Mania Weekend. The, this is Mania Week. This the, the beginning of Mania Week starts with the this Raw. This is the review. Mania Mania. It's the Mania of all Mania. It's the show of show, the game of games. The Bring showcase it to of the Immortals. The showcase of mortals. What? No, it's the showcase of the Immortals. It's the... Um, I mean, they're all mortal. Like, you can't just, you know, up and shoot them and think it's not going to... 
dun, 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 Fight. That new game looks real good. Which one? Mortal Kombat 11. Does it? Have you seen trailers? Ronda Rousey's in it. In Mortal Kombat 11. She voices Sonya Blade. Cool. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Can we put Becky in the game, too? Oh, that would be cool if Becky was put in the game. Sure. Can we yeah. mention just real quick Becky being at the Warriors game? Oh, Ronnie, you big weirdo. I'm going to put you in the arm bar. She's so And you're going to think you're going to get me. I'm wearing a Clay, a Clay Thompson because they ran out of Stephen Curry. These were the but free one know, they gave Ronnie, me. Ronnie, you big weirdo. I'm taking that arm off after both of you. She's great. And then you see here, and then you big weirdo. <laughs> oh, I, Becky's just so likable, man. And just like that, helping that fan a couple weeks ago. Did you hear about that? Yeah, like it was the, the fan who had the seizure in line. Yeah, he had a seizure, and then like she just went up to the and fan like, and just said, "Ronnie, you big weirdo, you see? Yeah, why aren't you over here holding this kid? I'm gonna." Sit She's here. more of a fucking Roddy Piper analog than R- Rousey at that point with the way she does her promos in terms of just like running down somebody. And did you see that Roddy Piper music video from the UK that just kind of surfaced? No. I didn't know he was a musician. Okay. Did he sound? Does he sing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. On that note, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. Ronnie, a big weirdo. Michael Vergara. And we'll see you next week. Uh, with the, we're what, going. We're get, we're heading into it. Let's get let's get in the car. Let's let's pack a lunch because it's going to be a busy week, guys. We'll see you next week, and hope you have a good Mania week. And we'll see you. We'll see you then. Take care. Bye. It's 93. It's time for WrestleMania. WrestleMania.